Peter, when he speaks about casting all your care upon him, he's talking from experience. This is not just some words. He has lived this out in his own life. He's seen God look after him. And this is his testimony. Take your Bibles, please, and turn to 1 Peter. 1 Peter. You'll have to excuse me. It's uh, 10.30 at night. My, my uh, tablet is telling me that, and I feel like that. And my bedtime is 10. I go to bed at 10 at night, and uh, I, I feels like I should be in bed now. So uh, it felt, uh, I'm, I don't have jet lag real bad, but this morning I found it very difficult, and I do feel tired, and, and, uh, but God is able, so he's going to give me the strength. So let's take our Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 5. And let's stand for the reading of God's Word. Why don't we read verse 7 all together? I'll start and you just read along with me. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for what you did this morning, and Lord, truly, it was all of you and none of me, and Lord, that's what we need tonight, all of you and none of me. I pray that this uh, would be a great blessing to each one of us and an encouragement, and I ask in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Please be seated. I don't know about you, but I'm an online shopper. I don't like going to the shops. Who likes online shopping? Who would prefer to go to a shop? You're all with my wife. The rest of you are with me. I buy my socks online. I love your socks, Pastor. I do. They, they are sharp. Aren't, aren't his socks nice? I like socks. Uh, some people like cars and stuff. I like nice socks. I buy my socks online. I buy everything online. Uh, Amazon and, and uh, uh, eBay. Are, 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 uh, one of the main things is Ireland, it, it, we pay so much for everything. It's cheaper for me to buy something and get it shipped from England than to buy it in Ireland. And that's probably the main reason why I'm an online shopper. I mean, we literally buy our coffee online and get it shipped from England. Uh, so anyways, that's probably why I'm a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a cheapie. And my kids say, Dad, don't buy the cheapest. Buy nice or buy twice. Well, many times I've bought twice because I didn't buy nice. So I'm learning. But uh, I do buy everything online. But when I'm, when I'm buying online, you know, eBay, they, they've got a rating for the, uh, the, the person selling it. And I look at it. Do you guys look at that, the rating, when you're buying? Yeah? Okay, I, I want somebody with a good rating. Uh, and then I, 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 I look at that. And then uh, on Amazon, I check the rating of the product because I've never seen it before. <laughs> Just before I left, I bought a, um, Weed Killer online from England. But I checked the rating. And I, I want something with a five-star rating. Now, usually they don't have five-star ratings because there's some people that will complain about everything. You know, uh, sometimes I'll read the ratings and the people say, too expensive. Well, if it was too expensive, why did you buy it? Like, I mean, don't blame the seller for that, right? <laughs> or, or it says the shipping was slow. Well, the seller's not on post. That's our... our, our, uh, our uh, Post is called on post. That's Irish. We have two official languages in Ireland, English and Irish. Most everybody speaks English, but there are some places where they just speak Irish. Uh, Gill talk areas, 
So anyways, I looked for something with a five-star rating. And this, mor- this morning, this evening, I want to tell you, Peter gave Peter's five-star rating. Peter says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Peter is not just saying this. He's relating something he has learned in life. And he's giving his five-star rating. You know, the Bible is just such an amazing book. The Bible says, Forever, um, O Lord, thy word is established in heaven. Yet, he gave it by inspiration. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. It's an amazing book. God took David as a shepherd and used how David was a shepherd to write Psalm 23. Amen? And so it's really quite interesting. And God has taken Peter and taken Peter some, through some things that he's learned that he can give everything to God. Now, I, this is my thought. Maybe you'll think differently, but I think you can basically summarize what people care for in, in, in four things. First, family and friends, finances, failures, and future. And in all those four areas, Peter has seen God will look after you. First of all, uh, P- Peter saw with his uh, mother-in-law. Peter must have had a nice mother-in-law. One guy said, I'd love to smother my lo- mother-in-law with diamonds, but there's got to be a cheaper way to get rid of her. As a joke. You can laugh. Uh, but Peter's mother-in-law and Mark, look at this. Mark, chapter 1. Verse 29 to 31. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of fever, and anon they tell him of her. And he went, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. You know, Peter has seen God look after his mother-in-law. And so when he says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you, he's literally seen in his own life, God look after you. You know, I, I've seen that. Uh, we, uh, our daughter, when she was born, she had cystic fibrosis. And uh, she almost died. And we were all alone in Cork. And, and uh, she was taken to, to Dublin. And uh, anyways, uh, we're in the ICU. And, and she turns blue. And she stopped breathing. And she's almost dying. And it... Uh, it, uh, we thought we were going to lose her, and uh, we had to. That was on a Saturday, and so we had to drive back Sunday morning very early to come to preach. And uh, we drove back, and it was just God gave us a perfect peace that time, and uh, God spared Grace's life. And, and, and I can say uh, from experience, casting all his care, all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Peter learned what it's like to have a sick family and yet being able to trust God. Now, um, later on in life, God said, uh, her time's up. 
Uh, and that was even in prayer. She's dying, and, and she says, okay, she can hardly breathe, and she says, okay, I just want to have a quick word. She says, you guys pray that God heals me, and I pray that God takes me home, and whosoever prayer she wants to answer, he'll answer, right, Dad? And I said, you're right. And God answered her prayer and took her home. But you know what? I can tell you, a lot of sickness in our family, and I can say, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Peter can say, that's a five-star rating on that verse. And I can say, I give that a five-star rating. That's a tremendous, uh, tremendous verse. Some person said they'd have a, a P, and he'd put a P beside a verse. And then he'd have a T and P. And someone said, what does, what's the P stand for? He says, that's a promise of God. And then he said, well, what's this one for T and P? And it says, that's a promise tried and proven. And I can say today, tonight, this afternoon, I've tried these verses and I've proven it. God cares for me and I can give him all my cares. I'm not naturally a worrier. My wife is a natural worrier. It comes easy to her. Uh, I'm not by nature. But you know what? Whether you're a natural worrier or, or you're not, you need to trust God that he cares for you. If you get that in your heart today, that God cares for you, no matter what you're like, God cares. Isn't that tremendous? I mean, I'm a nobody and God cares for me. But I'm not really a nobody. I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. I'm adopted. I'm an heir of God. I'm a somebody in God's eyes and he cares for me. You know, Maybe there's somebody in your life that's suffering emotionally at this time and, and, or mentally. Give it to God. You know what we do? Well, maybe not you, but sometimes I do. I say, okay, here, God, here's this, and I, I give it to him, and then I worry about it. Anybody ever done that before? I'm the only one? No, I think there's fewer, more of us. That's not casting. That's, that's, when you cast out a net, you throw it, and then you... Let go, right? Well, that's what you've got to do with your cares. You, you throw it onto God, you cast it on him, and then you leave it with him. Peter's proven that this, this works. Uh, he saw God do a miracle. So you've got problems in your family, you've got problems with your friends, you got, they, they're going through something, cast your care upon him, for he careth for you. It's tried and proven. I've proven it, Peter's proven it. What about... Finances. Oh, there's one, isn't there? I don't know. Maybe you don't have financial problems. It seems to follow me my life. Uh, one of the big things for me is we have taxes. Because I'm, uh, I pay taxes in Ireland, and, and uh, our taxes are crazy. Uh, starts at 23%, and it goes up to 40%. And, and uh, what I have to do is I have to put money aside each month to pay my taxes. Sometimes what happens is... Something comes up, and uh, then you have this expense. Where are you going to take it from? Well, you take it from your taxes that you're trying to save up, and you hope that maybe someday that you're going to have more money come in. Well, Peter had to pay taxes in Matthew. So take your Bible and look at Matthew. Now, I don't know what a big expense for you is, but for me, tax is a big thing. Every year. And I don't feel good about paying it, but I, I have to. But in Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 to 27. And when they were come to Capernaum, 
they that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Doth your master pay tribute? And he saith, Yes. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon, of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute, of their own children or of strangers? Peter said unto him, Of strangers. Jesus said unto him, Then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea, and cast a hook, and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. That take and give unto them for me and thee. Peter has seen God meet his financial need. I mean, Peter's ministering with Jesus Christ. He's not fishing at this time. And the taxes come. Where am I going to get the money to pay the taxes? God's going to do it. I have seen time and time again. Um, not so much as bad now, but when we, when early in the, our married life, literally, I mean, we literally lived, not even, just month by month, we had, at the end of the month, if there was no money, there was none in savings, there was zero in savings, and I'm out on the street, and I'm hunting out tracks, and we've got 20 pounds, that's the way the money was, that, we're using now, euro now, and, uh, I had 20 pounds, and I lost our last 20 pounds. Now, I don't know if you've ever experienced having zero money and having a family to look after, but that's not a great feeling. But what do you do? Well, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. The next day, in the post, we got a check from my mom. She only sent us one t money once, ever. And I said, look, dear, we got $20. And I said, no, it's 200 No, it's $2,000. That's a lot of money back then. You know what? I could say it's tried and proven. God knew our financial difficulty, and he just did it. I was trying to save uh, money for a, a car. I thought it was doing really good. Saved up uh, 4,500 uh, euros. It's like 6,000 euros, actually, the Canadian dollars got stronger. Praise the Lord. Means I have more money at the end of the, uh, uh, when the support comes in. But So we have this car test where your car has to pass. And I've been saving and I figured, you know, another four or five years, we'd, uh, our car had 300,000, but I figured we could get another couple hundred thousand miles in it. And anyways, it failed the national car test. And so it was going to take $1,500 to, uh, to fix the car. And I thought, well, it's not really worth putting in $1,500 in a car that's got 300,000 kilometers on it. It didn't make much sense. So uh, I thought, okay, we'll buy a car for 4500 But I found out uh, the, the car price of used cars in Ireland during COVID just skyrocketed. And I couldn't even buy the car that I had for 4500 So what am I going to do? I had no idea. So what I do? Casting all your care upon him... For he careth for you. I got an anonymous check in the post for $10,000. Why? Because casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. I had, no, I had no way of doing it. It was all God. That's the way God works. Uh, it's not a good feeling, Pastor, when, when you think, what in the world am I going to do? I can't drive this car. I don't have money to buy another car. But you know what? My father came through. He always comes through. Amen? 
It's tried and proven. Uh, so we can trust God with our, our family and friends. Amen? We can trust God with our finances. The next thing I would say, we can trust God with our failures. We all have things that we want to accomplish. And, and, and I look back and I'm 63 years old and I think, I wish I could have done this. And I wish I could have done that. And uh, that happens. T- take your Bible there. Uh, turn the book of Luke for a moment. As I'm talking about finances, I, I think of this verse, Proverbs 23, verse 5. Wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven. I find that true. I mean, you just think you got some money and it just flies away. But God is able. Amen? And I could say this is tried and proven in my own life. Now in Luke chapter 5, I'm going to read verses 1 to 6. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gesenaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed that he would thrust them out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he saith unto Simon, Launch out of the deep and let down thy nets for a draught. And Simon answering him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Peter has labored all night. And you know what he is? He's a failure. I mean, he caught no fish. I mean, this is not rocket science. I'm not, I'm not real bright, but I can tell you this. You fish all night and you catch no fish. It's a failure, Right? Especially if your family is depending upon you to bring the fish and sell them. What do you do? You just trust God. And so Peter said, okay, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Wow, what an amazing thing. I do all I can do and I, I, what do I do? God says, just keep working and I'll give the increase. I mean, you're busy, and, and you, you're, you're going to get out 13,000, was it? 13,000, amen. And you want for uh, harvest, and maybe you're, you're thinking, well, we haven't seen as much as I'd like to see. What do you do? You keep doing it and cast your care upon God, amen? Look for the increase. He will give it. God is faithful. I can say I, I, this is tried and proven. Uh, I think of Peter even... Um, in, the, in the, the matter of faith, sometimes we waver. It happens. Take your Bible and turn to Matthew. Matthew 14. Verse 22. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitude away. And, so, and when he went up into the multitudes, uh, sorry, when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. So Jesus has sent the apostles, and, and he sent them into a storm. And he's not with them. But he is what? What's he doing? What did it say he was doing? 
You weren't listening to what I was reading? You know it. What was he doing? Praying. Amen. He was praying. He was interceding. He, he now ever liveth to make what? Intercession for us. I can trust. I can cast my care upon him. So, uh, in verse 24, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea and tossed, for the winds were contrary. And the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, uh, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. Wow, that's amazing. God said, come, and he just literally got out and walked on the water. I don't know about you, but I've always thought about that. What did, what did God do? Like, could you imagine going up and down the waves, trying to walk up and down those waves? I don't know, did he make a, like a path through there? I, I don't know how. I'm looking forward to find out in, in heaven. Anybody ever think about that? Anybody besides me think, how did that work out? I think of the logistics of it all. And I, but I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He walked on water. Tremendous blessings, but then comes the failure. Verse 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And verse 31, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto them, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Peter's failed here. I mean, he he's had a tremendous walk of faith, walking on water, and then he began to doubt for a little bit. He had a failure in his faith. But what did he do? He cried unto Jesus, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And what did Jesus do? He immediately rescued him. Peter could say, casting all your care upon him, because he knew what it was to fail in his faith and still have God look after him. I have failed many times. And you know what God does? He always looks after me. Amen. I can say tried and proven. Peter, when he speaks about casting all your care upon him, he's talking from experience. This is not just some words. He has lived this out in his own life. He's seen God look after him. And this is his testimony. And I can say this is my testimony. Even, you know, Peter, I like Peter. He, he does a lot of things wrong and, and, and God rescues him. And I, I like that because that reminds me how many times I fail, but God still looks after me. I mean, look at Matthew chapter 26. Verse 51. And we're not even going to talk about how Peter failed in denying the Lord, but God rescued him, didn't he? What, what, what an amazing God we have. But in Matthew chapter 26, verse 51, And behold, then one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant, uh, a servant of the high priest, and smote off his ear. Guess who that is? That's Peter. Peter's doing this. Was Peter supposed to do this? No. In John chapter 10, verse 18, uh, sorry, chapter 18, verse 10, then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it 
and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. And the servant's name was Malchus. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into thy sheath, the cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Peter has failed in the faith. You remember, Jesus had been telling them, I'm going to be delivered unto the high priest and the priest, and I'm going to be mistreated. And Peter said, Not so, Lord. But God saw him through. Peter had a lot of failures. But what did he do? He just kept trusting God. And you look, and God used him mightily, didn't he? Just really amazing. So when Peter says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you, he knows it. Listen, it's kind of crazy. This big crowd comes, and Peter thinks he's going to fight him? Like, there's no way. Unless God was in it. And God wasn't in it. So, what would happen if Jesus didn't rescue him? Well, they would have cut off Peter's ear and his head too, you know. But God looked after Peter. And Peter speaks by experience, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. He can look back at his life and say, God cared for me. God cared for me when my family. God cared for me financially. God cared for me in my failures. And then our future. Boy, that's something that we can worry about, the future. I won't ask you to put up your hands, but I think that's one of the things we, we uh, care about and, and worry about. And uh, I have a preacher friend, and he's older, and he, he was relating, this is years ago, and concerned about uh, finances. Like most pastors uh, uh, don't have much to live off of, and by the time it comes to uh, retirement, you think, what in the world am I going to do? Well, what's the answer? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. I don't have to worry about tomorrow, because that's God's job. Amen? Is it my job to worry, or is it God's job to look after me? I cast my care upon him. Amen? That's what I've got to do. And I, I, think, I think Acts chapter 12 really shows Peter what he ended up being like. You know, they took notice of him. He walked with Jesus. But in Acts chapter 12, we see Peter in a new light. And I, I love this. Uh, Herod uh, uh, stretched, f- now, uh, verse 1, now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it please the Jews, he proceeded f- further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. So Peter is taken up and uh, he's going to be thrown in prison. But you know what he's going to do? He's going to have the most restful sleep you could imagine because he's going to cast all his care upon Jesus. And Jesus is going to look after him. How do you know him? Well, you look at it. And... uh, I'm just going to skip down to verse 6. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between soldier, two soldiers bound with chains and the, keepers, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. What's Peter doing the night before he's supposed to be killed? He's sleeping. How can you do that? Well, the only way I could do it is casting my care upon him because in my flesh, what am I going to do? I'm going to worry. I'm going to be upset. But God's going to give him grace. Listen, 
God gives you the grace to go through what you need to go through when you're going through it. One time, a man, uh, I was reading about this, he, he thought it was one time when people would die for their faith and he, he was going to be burned at the stake and a day or two before, he said, I, I just don't know how I can do it. And he said, he put his finger in the flame and it burnt and it hurt and he said, I just can't do it. Well, God didn't give him the, 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 uh, the grace to, to go through the flame when he put his hand in it. But when he died, burned at the stake, he had perfect peace and he was singing. You see, God gives you the grace when you need it. Amen? And uh, Peter now has the grace of God and uh, he's sleeping. In verse 7, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and lighted it, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up. And raised him up, saying, Arise, up quickly. <coughs> Excuse me. And his chains fell off from his side. You know what? It says he smote him on the side. You know why he had to smite him on the side? Peter was sound asleep. It was not like the worry sleep. You know, when you're worried and you're asleep, you know, sometimes uh, I, I don't sleep so well if I have to get up early in the morning. Say, I have to get up at 3 in the morning. I, I mean, I'm waking up at 1 o'clock. Is it, is it time? No, 1.30. No. But Peter, you know, he wasn't like that. He slept soundly the night before he was going to die. Why? Because he had learned, my future is in God's hands. And he wasn't worried. He slept soundly and, and, and he had to be smote on the side. And so Peter learned that God's going to look after my future. So are you worried today about your family? I've got somebody sick. My son's unemployed. My, uh, I mean, there's so many family problems. What do you do? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You got financial problems? What do you do? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Have there failures in your life and, 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 and you just don't know what to do? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Is there something in your future that you're worried about? Stop worrying. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares about you. God cares. And I, if God cares, I don't need them. There's, I, there's no sense worrying about it. Worrying about it does nothing. I've got to cast. I've got to throw them. I've got to give them to God and let go. What is it that you're worrying about today? I can tell you, God is sufficient. God doesn't want you to have cares. He wants to look after them for you. So if you're suffering through worrying, that's not God's will for your life. God's will for your life is casting. There's a three-letter word. What is it? Say it together. What's the three-letter word there? Casting what? All. That thing you're worrying about, you shouldn't be doing it. That's, that's sin. That's lack of faith. Would you give God your care today? Again, I'm preaching to Christians, but if you're here tonight and you've never been born again, let me tell you, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I got saved in 1977, and I've never been sorry. I've made lots of things in life I've been sorry about, but I've never been sorry I got saved. Would you get saved today? Christian, would you learn today to give God all your cares? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word.